This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate. in unusual times with new and sometimes frightening situations to find ourselves in. So um, Palmerston North City Council has a catchphrase, connected and safe community, which they are endeavouring to ensure for us. So we welcome again to the studio Mayor Grant Smith. Welcome Grant. Good morning and again lovely to be here enjoying enjoying our regular catch-ups. Right, so a connected and safe community, what is meant by this? Well, it's one of our five uh, strategic goals um, around our city being, you know, small city benefits with bigger city ambition and focusing on the small city benefits. One of those is about being a connected city uh, and also a safe community. So if you look at our, um, look at our strategic um, uh, goals in that area, it's around a city that, you know, supports and connects people um, and the advantage of sort of being small, you know, majority of your community and it, you just look after people and that well-being. But it's it's about having a reputation as a safe city as well that you can work, live and play um, and, you know, something where um, people just feel, you know, they can celebrate their heritage, their diversity and generally Palmerston North is is battered very, very well and, and, and above its weight in all of those areas. So what's the City Council doing to endeavour that everybody is safe? And Well, we've got a safety advisory board and, and we're a bit of a leader in there. We're, we're an accredited safe city and not all cities are, including some of our biggest, um, but we are. Um, and sometimes that ebbs and flows. I mean, currently we've got some youth crime and car burglaries of, um, and thefts have really climbed. And and that does, you know, it, it ebbs and flows. But what is the city doing about it? Well, we're consistently in regular touch with our partners, the New Zealand Police, the justice system, the government agencies, Ministry of Social Development, Corrections, and many others. So um, we have a board which is made up of representatives. They meet regularly. They have a, um, a strategic plan which, um, you know, has some... Uh, programs to mitigate some of those measures. For instance, our ambassadors program in the middle of the city, um, where we're encouraging, um, you know, good, friendly behaviour. Um, if anything sort of antisocial starts to develop, they have mechanisms to sort of diffuse that. We also have the safe city hosts, which at, in the evening um, look after people um, that are um, out. Um, uh, enjoying themselves and you know we've also got a very connected police force although they are under-resourced um, at, at present and uh, that's perhaps leading to some of the um, issues that we just spoke about earlier. Right so we'll go into those a bit in depth but later then you've got other organisations that help like there's the Neighbourhood Support and Civil Defence so how do they fit yeah, in the so of things? So Civil Defence is an all of um, which includes local central government um, um, I'd say more trained organisations and your um, 
you know, New Zealand Defence Force, um, your Fens Fire and Emergency uh, and Police. Neighbourhood support is very much driven by the community. Um, and that's one thing that has worked reasonably well in the last couple of years. It's had a rejuvenation and um, Alison Jardin that leads that on the ground has done a great job of uh, getting a lot more uh, neighbourhoods and communities um, looking after themselves. And uh, it's not it's not spying on your neighbours, but it's actually knowing your neighbours and uh, just just being um, friendly and making sure that everyone's yeah pretty connected and safe. I I found it very difficult because well I live down a right of way anyway, so that's probably why I don't see them. But just walking around the street and everything, there's so many um, different vehicles that it's very hard, and most people have two, <laughs> so it's most difficult to know which actually belong because one of the things they tell you is to report strange vehicles but <laughs> almost an impossibility. But well again I think Anne it's just about knowing your neighbours. I mean we we live in a um, a semi-rural area so and our our road or street didn't change for decades. <laughs> uh, well not decades but many many years and we um, we were very connected, and you know, consequently, crime has has been very very low. But it isn't always like that, and because Palmerston North is transient, as you say, there are people come and go, lots of different vehicles, um, and that does lead to some um, some crime. We've um, you know we've been uh, in terms of gangs that that the gang present has been low. Um, and that was because we had a, a mother's motorcycle gang, which was really more interested in motorcycles and um, camaraderie and getting together than um, drugs or, or, or peddling a crime. that you normally associate yeah, with, with gangs. gangs. But there has been, you know, there has been a, a, a growing uh, presence in smaller numbers of um, outside influences of gangs. I had a teacher friend who was... Um, she she laughingly said that all her nearly all her fathers were mothers in the classroom. So. Well, I worked with a mother as well. Sorry, and uh, he was a good guy. Um, he just was loved his motorcycles and and um, and would probably be he'd probably be down in Wellington on that, that protest. So. Yes, possibly. Yeah, yeah. So uh, um, right. So in the last few years, you said there's been an increased. Um, surge in crime and in, in, um, so what areas do you know are I'll, elevated in I one or two? No, well, I wouldn't say in the last couple of years. It comes and goes in the last couple of months. Um, so it, uh, we we and sometimes it's it happens when we have um, some youth that come through um, and they and they disestablished from education. You know they've come from some pretty challenging backgrounds, and uh, you know they've either been released from the youth justice centre. And then things sort of start to happen. Um, the same with Linton Prison. You know, we we, we often get little spikes, um, and it's about rehabilitation and, and helping people too. It's it's just not it's just not an enforcement issue. It's actually a community issue. So, I work um, and support PARS. You know, prisoners rehabilitation, and they do some great work in trying to um, you know change change that cycle. Um, but at the, at the younger level, that's where it is a bit concerning where we're getting um, younger people, uh, as young as sort of 10, um, committing, um, uh, you know, car thefts, um, uh, shoplifting, um, abuse of people, 
Um, you know, there's been fights. Look, it's 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 really really antisocial behaviour, and um, you know, there's been quite a concerted effort to try and stamp it out. So, what are the police doing wrong, in your opinion? Are they doing anything wrong? Was well, it just there not enough of them? Or? Well, there's all sorts of this. It's not an easy question to really answer that. <laughs> Other than there's some resourcing issues. Um, but it just isn't more police and enforcement. They have, they don't have all the tools. You can't just arrest all these um, young kids and just lock them up in a cell with a whole lot of adults. You're not allowed to do that. Um, then you've got the justice system itself. Um, is it hard enough? Is it too soft? I mean, there's all sorts of opinions on that. Um, but then there's that community side too. You know, the government agencies, are they just... Um, you know, not connected. Um, are they, you know, the, some of the um, um, family homes and all that sort of thing? Are they, are they, are they almost breeding this, or, or, or is there a real? It needs to be more of a community. It needs to be owned by the community. So, how can we go about doing that? Oh well, there's been quite a um, a little bit of work going on with the safety advisory board and and really understanding this. So. I don't believe it's council's role by itself, but we're certainly one of the partners. So uh, Councillor Pat Hancock, um, former police commander here, who's now um, retired and he's a city councillor, and safety's a big thing for Pat. And so he's chair of the safety advisory board and he's doing a good job just bringing this to the fore and just saying, how are we going to do this? It just is an enforcement. It's everybody's involved in this. And the issues that we're having are systematic of how we've treated certain parts of society and um, and they're just rebelling. Right. So um, how, how uh, like, boy races, are they part of those? Or? Yes, and uh, boy races. <laughs> I, know I read I, in the I, paper the other day about uh, a massive problem out at um, Longburn. Yeah, well, it's Longburn. It's also um, the airport industrial park. Uh, they're congregating everywhere. And this just isn't Palmerston North. These people are coming from Wellington, Hawke's Bay, Taranaki, Whanganui, and they're congregating together. So how do we get rid of them or to well, discourage them? To I, I believe we need to give them somewhere to go. I mean, this we're just going to move them from one place to another. And, um, look, you go back decades, guys and, and girls love their cars, uh, more, more so guys, and, you know, in the old days, it was just a different model of car that they were they were racing. But we've got a bit of antisocial stuff going on as well. And there's some real cars are a lot faster now. Um, they're more flimsy. Um, they can kill. Um, and and I, my fear is there will be some deaths um, that can be that can be stopped. Police are doing their best, but they have got very limited um, enforcement in this area, which is probably not understood well by the public. So how, how do they, um, do they do any harm? Oh, yes. They're ripping up the roads. Um, they are um, causing a lot of um, damage, low-level damage, but it's still damage. They're ripping up grates. They're smashing um, stuff. It's, there's bottle and glass everywhere. There's a lot of um, uh, rubber, obviously, uh, around. Um, but look, it's actually trying to connect with some of the ringleaders and just seeing what they, what are they really after? Are they after a space where they can drift and skid and show off? Um, or is it just we, they like being um, disruptive, um, 
uh, going to places which they know they shouldn't be at and, and causing some trouble. I, I'm hoping it's the, the um, former, it's the former <laughs> yes. and we might be able to do something. Remembering that we're a bit of a motorsport um, area with Manfield and um, the, the Speedway and, 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 and our um, reasonable um, footprint in, in all those motorsport areas. So I'm hoping we might be able to do something. And I'm trying to connect landowners, the police, um, the local government, central government, and everybody together so we can come up with a bit of a, a, bit of a plan. So it, it would be similar, sort of like the skate park yep. that they wouldn't have to pay anything for. Like yep. if they went to Manfield, yep. for example, they'd yep. have to pay. Well, if they went to a part of Manfield where, where there was something set up for them um, on the edge of Manfield, something like that, where um, and it was self-policing for them that they took a bit of ownership in it as well. I think you might change this from a real negative into a bit of an opportunity. Because I, I remember at the City Council um, elections a couple of times ago, I think it was <clears throat> one of the... Um, yeah, she wanted a she, she wanted a, she wanted a skid one pad. of the things that she wanted a, um, a one of those exact things was on her agenda. Yep. She wasn't elected, but however, that's by the by. Mm. Um, so, car theft is this related to the boy racist? Do you think, or is that something separate? No, I think that. And my knowledge of it, and again, I, I'm, I'm a lay person in this, and I don't have any um, real police intel other than what I get told. Um, I don't think they're connected, but I do think it is connected to the youth issues that we have. So, I mean, we've got youth space. But it's not as though there isn't things for them to do. Or no, I think the real issue here, um, Anne, is that they've fallen. They come from challenged backgrounds, right? Right. So we have to acknowledge that this is not. You know, sometimes there's only one parent. Sometimes. The parents have all scarpered. So that's really challenging for a, for a young person. They've got no role model. They've got no father figure, um, often sometimes no mother figure. Um, the family sort of sort of doesn't really want to know them. They then fall out of um, uh, the education system right. and there's actually nowhere for them to go. And, you know, I've had a little bit of experience with the family home set up and – I question whether it's the best environment at times. So is that sort of like a um, a mini prison where there'd be two or three troubled youth no, together, no, or is, no, it, is no, it individually? No, that you're talking more the youth justice. That's another level up when they've when they've actually been. Oh, um, that's found, when they've been found found guilty. guilty or, yeah, or and they go into the youth justice. Go, yes. Yeah, and the youth justice does do a pretty good job. Although again, it's the passion of the staff and the programs as well. And they do come and go a bit, um, but no, it's it's coming back a step to what the family home and you know. I, and I, so how does that work? So we'll have one of the government agencies will be looking after that. I'm on a, I'm on a tamariki. Um, we'll be uh, looking after that. It's a former um, SIPS, and they have family homes around the city and around the wider region, and and look um, again. So is it, I, sorry, I, is is that sort of a bit like a? Um, semi-adoptive situation yeah, where, where yeah, they, um, yeah. oh, what's the word? Yes. Not adoptive, but... No, so, so what it is, it's, it's a family home where it's a home of a family and they have others that um, uh, come into that home as well. And there'll be, um, you know, there'll be sometimes there's quite a few of, of um, you know, people from challenged and backgrounds there. Um, 
my father was a social worker for 50 years, and when we were in Masterton, we gave the family home people a break a couple of times, so we would move in. And uh, so I've, I've had first-hand experience of it, although it's a few decades ago now, of, of what family homes are about. And they can, they can make and they can break. So it's not necessarily um, a home where they can <clears throat> become a new member of the home kind of thing. No, that's more that's an right. adoption yep. sort adoption of process. Yep. Okay. So car theft and context, contents of the cars, um, I know um, Alison Jarden is always saying, well, you know, don't leave everything in sight, blah, 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 and, um, well, it's good blah, but... Um, and uh, but it doesn't and lock up your car, but that doesn't necessarily stop the theft. No, it doesn't. And there's a lot of joyriding going on, and 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 some of these kids are really really skilled at getting into the cars. Um, I just wish they used that skill set on something else. Um, and again, that's where you know I, I do hope that you know. And there's and there is the odd at success where they do turn somebody around. Um, but yeah, they, they look they, they look for an opportunity and they go for it. And often it's just as quick as, and the car's unlocked, boom, and they're away. And they're very, very fast and clever about doing that. And and I heard that, um, well, I heard of one case where a, a car was left with a car seat in, so it was a family car, and it was left at a different location where another vehicle with a child's car seat in was taken. So uh, um, it seems... Well, pointless from our point of view. That, that that's just—I I don't know whether. The, do you think they just do it to get away with it? It's it's I, fun I, or something to do. Yeah, or? It's, there's an element of of, of um, uh, fun for them, but uh, they're they're joyriding. Um, so they're and they and that they they're not they're not selective. They'll just they'll just grab what they can, and um, yeah, you just got to be really really. Diligent and, and and not keeping stuff visible. I mean, gone are the days would you have a um, um, like a radar detector or or a mobile phone or something sitting in your car or a computer. You're just asking to 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 have your car broken into. And I mean a car at any level from a really really high powered um, cars with alarms right through to cars that don't have alarms. But they are stealing more of those cars that are a little bit easier to get into, those Mazda, small Mazda 3s and that. So the police have had a program where where the car's been broken into, they go back and they um, have a bit of a session with the owner and they install a car alarm and there's been quite a bit of success in ensuring that they aren't broken into again. Oh, right. So talking about protections and everything, with household and commercial burglaries, um, I understand sometimes that, you know, the a household can be burgled twice because, the you know, they wait a month or so and then go and do it over again once the insurance is <laughs> paid out. Yeah, and look, um, burglaries have actually come down. That's good news. Yeah, and... Um, just getting some um, more intel on the on the police stats for Palmerston or crime stats. Um, it's it's not an area where they're seeing a lot of increases, and as I said, um, have actually gone down. But yeah, you are right. There has you know they would burg- burgle somewhere um, and then come back again once they know it's been replaced if it's if it's easy to steal goods. But again, the police are really trying to work with 
owners, homeowners in this case, and say, right, protect yourself better. Have you got an alarm? Have you got some deadlocks? Have you have you worked out um, how you're going to make your your place more secure? Right. So I think we'll leave that crime and everything. It's a very dismal. Oh, I was going to say isn't it? it all <laughs> sounds it all sounds pretty bad. But look, the city has got a good interconnected um, group of agencies and council and and, and and in government departments. So I think we're well placed to combat those issues. Yeah. Right. So now let's change it to something about projects of beauty, for example. So what booty or where does the money come from for um, beautifying the city? So look, parks and reserves, um, which I think is one of our our gems, one of our units that really, really um, um, exceeds expectations almost every time. You know, we have a budget, annual budget of around um, five million on on new built infrastructure there and we've got quite a large renewals program and that includes everything from trimming trees to you know um, fencing to mowing the garden mowing the lawns and um, doing the gardens and you know we've got the biggest tree canopy of any New Zealand city so um, that just gives you an understanding that there's a lot to do our parks and reserves you know we've got our premier parks which are the likes of um, Ashurst to Maine um, Linklater Obviously, the Esplanade and, and you know, connected to that Ongley Park and Manaroa Park and Fitzherbert Park, but also Memorial Park, and it's um, it's looking increasingly like Ahamati Park down the Awapuni end. And you know, I'm hoping that we're going to be able to get something on the um, southwest side for um, you know Westbrook Highbury right. um, and. When that new um, City West um, uh, development goes in, you go, you're going to see um, a lot more homes in there on the other side of the um, Harness Racing Club. All right. And, you know, that Cloverley side. So, I mean, there are parks around there. I mean, every area's got some nice green space, but they're what I'd call more neighbourhood parks, and we need a, a more um, um, destinational um, premier park. Right. So um, there are lots of artworks around about the city. People have said, oh, why do we need more statues or whatever? <laughs> um, so. Well, art's very subjective, isn't it? And I mean, I, I often get, um, you know, the city's wasting money on artwork. Well, actually, most of the artwork's been either donated or put in by the Sculpture Trust. Yes, the city's put a little bit in. Uh, but they 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 uh, they more than triple it or quadruple it every time they do something. So I think we'd be a really poorer place if we didn't have some public art. Um, and you know we've now got about a, about fifteen pieces of significance around mainly around the city centre, but they're starting to go into entranceways. We've done our little parklets into the entranceways as well, which have got a real connection with Rangatane. We've done quite a lot around the river. Uh, Mass University around its campus has its collection as well and we're just looking at how we can connect that. Um, I think um, it's a really good thing and um, yes there's other little funds that you can, um, uh, you know there's some trusts that like to do that sort of work uh, at a local level, places like the Earl Creativity Trust, um, you know which is the legacy of um, Dick and Mary Earl. Uh, They like, um, you know, 
creativity type projects. Right. Um, but you've got um, other uh, government funds um, and Creative New Zealand. Um, so look, we're, we're blessed with being able to do these things. Um, but I do say it's always a, a, a bit of a community project. So it's got to have um, council in there somewhere, but not all of council. And then you've got the community and then hopefully you've got the, the sector group as well. So one one of the things that people have been commenting on is the Awapuni signs, particularly as they're backwards. Yeah. Um, so what? how did that come about and are there any um, suburbs, you know, plans so, for other ones? So look, again, my understanding, remember this is the operational side as I've spoken in a past, um, in a past uh, episode where I said, look, we're the governance side. Um, that was very operational. I'd have to say it was a bit of a surprise to us um, from the governance side. Um, I think we're going to have to fix the um, Awapuni, um, uh, you know, being around the wrong way. Um, but look, we'll have a talk to the artists and, and see what can be done there. Whether there's plans for other ones, I'm unsure. Um, but I'd have to say they're going to have to bring people with them rather than just um, guerrilla tactics of just throwing them up. Um, and, you, and you don't know why they're there in particular yeah. and not anywhere else. Yeah, and I think it's all about um, our Māori culture, um, our, especially our rangatane culture is really important, but, but so or other, we're a multicultural city too. Um, because and that, that was particularly a very... Well, I mean, the whole area was Māori, wasn't it, before yeah. Pākehā came yeah, along? Yeah, yeah, so Awapuni, I mean, the name Awapuni itself, um, so it, it does demand um, a, a real um, cultural uh, lens. Um, but look, it's, it's you know, I think there should be a combination of, of, of a whole lot, which shows the diversity of the city. Because there's a um, a lot of Maori designs round about the city. Well, obviously the Arakotahi is a major one, and the river motifs, or I call them um, sands, uh, solar sands. Um, the the Esplanade Old Gateway has a a new um, fixture there, which I read about the other day and, and thought, well, that's interesting. Um, so all these sort of things, they've all come through the city council or yeah so so they've been a I'd have to say they're joint projects um, but they are operational in nature um, again some of the ones that you've just mentioned have been a surprise to us but that's okay <laughs> um, we're trying to rectify the no surprises policy <laughs> but um, they've look they've been well received you know nobody could say Hiara Kotahi um, is has been a failure it's been it's been fantastic and a lot of the other um, uh, beautifications that, that have had a, had a Māori lens on them have been pretty well received. Um, I just think there needs to be um, an all of Palmerston North discussion on that too. And that includes um, not just the Rangatane as well, because, you know, a lot of um, other... Um, here we are here. Uh, yeah, right. exactly. And then when you when you chime in our our, our, our larger um, uh, Asian um, uh, sector and right. and our equally as large Indian uh, community, and then you, you chime in the Latin Americans, the Pacific Island community, um, the uh, uh, the African and French. I mean, it's. You'll be there forever trying to be a multinational. Yeah, it's 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 a multi it's a multinational sort of um, 
um, discussion. So I, I, I would favour that. Um, but look, we're we're doing some good stuff, and we're, and we're trying to bring everybody with us as well. You know, we've got Tomotoro Potoa, which was um, Rangatane's most most significant site, um, and uh, there's going to be, I hope, a really fantastic. Um, uh, facility up there which um, all of Palmerston North, in fact the wider region, will be uh, pretty proud of. Well thank you very much we've run out of time again and I have been trying to get the Rangatani perspective on some of these things that we've been talking about so hopefully in the future that will come about. So thank you very much again Brian. Yep, enjoyed it, thanks Anne Thank you If you're a fan of NPR, listening to our podcasts and live stream has never been easier. Just search for accessmedia.nz on the App Store or Google Play and download the app with the KiwiFruit logo. Once you've got it, pick Manawatu People's Radio from the list of stations and go find your new favourite show. 